ebullient greetings. I'm your host, Jackie Bird of Jackie Bird Spiritual Wellness, your guide to stress and anxiety relief, mindfulness, awareness, self-care, self-love, and personal growth. Welcome and thank you for joining me as we roll with peace in mind. Today's riff is manners. Have they in common courtesies gone the way of the dinosaur? it sure seems that way though I am happy to say the short answer is no I was about to leave the restaurant one day when two people got to the door first and were about to enter and if you notice most of the time if you're trying to walk out of a restaurant or out of the door of some place the people that are coming to enter will just start walking in they won't let you out but um in this instance one and then the other stepped to the side to let me exit I was pleasantly surprised but overjoyed to see that manners aren't totally extinct yet but I have learned that in many cases they're no longer taught okay case in point I was schooling a young lady about a courtesy protocol that she didn't know at all that it wasn't taught to her and in that conversation I realized that I shouldn't assume that manners and are and certain courtesies have been taught one of the basic things is saying thank you That thing of thanking people if they do you a solid, like throw you a job, give you an interview or a referral, give you a gift or anything good that comes your way via another person, say thank you. And then send them a note as a follow-up, not a text. There are so many cool apps out there, Canva, Photoshop Express, that you can just take a photo that you love of yourself and just put the words thank you on there. And a generic note, I really appreciate your kindness, or hey man, that was really cool what you did for me, I appreciate it, or however you roll. Just say thank you. You send that, that little card that you made to a person, it will light their day up. They will appreciate that you took the time, like they took the time, to do something really beautiful for you. You know, it's those nice little touches that make people smile, and it also shows you have gratitude for what you receive. You know, when I was a kid, I used to hate having to send a letter after my aunt gave me something. You know, I felt like telling her thank you on the phone should have been good enough, but my parents didn't feel it wasn't. And you know, I had to sit down and write, you know, a note to mail her. But I am so grateful that they they made me do that. When I was in showbiz, It was a given that we tipped our dressers. We gave them cards to say thank you. We wrote notes to our castmates on opening night. We sent a thank you postcard to an agent for sending us out for an audition. And not only is it good manners, it also presented ourselves in a good light. You know, folks like working with kind people, not meanies. And in talking to this young lady, you know, and I said, hey, you know, I got you a job. It was like a one day thing, but it was a little, you know, she was thrown a couple of dollars of her way she didn't have. And, and um, you know, I said, hey, you know, you should have followed up and thanked me for that. When you go out into the world, that's important, as I said, to show that you have gratitude. And a lot of us kind of take gratitude for for granted. We don't necessarily express or realize that, you know, having gratitude is important. And I say that because I'm seeing it reflected in the younger generations. I worked with a group of three and four year olds 
And in observing them, it was like witnessing a microcosm of adults, both present and future. It was kind of scary. You know, there was rudeness that saddened me, impatience and disdain for others. And you know, these are cute little baby things I'm look I'm working with, but I'm seeing how, you know, as I said, rudeness and impatience and uh, disdain that they had for some of the other children. I, I spent a lot of time and repetition stressing things like say thank you, say may I please. You know, there was one year, little lady, she wasn't the only one, but her thing was, I need, you know, like not may I please have that crayon. I need pink. And you were supposed to give it to her. And you know, you knew that this is the way she carried on at home and that the adults did her bidding. You know, I need, I want, you know, so I would say, 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 may I please, or say good morning, say hello, don't just walk past people, introduce yourselves, ask questions about the person like my name is, you know, let's say my name is Sarah, where are you from, where do you live, would you like to play with me? I heard stuff like, I'm not going to play with you. I'm canceling the play date and I'm not coming to your house. You can't sit next to me. I don't want to sit here because I want to sit over there. I heard stuff like that. I mean, you know, these babies. And it was mean. It was mean-spirited. So, you know, as I said, I spent a lot of time. May I? Thank you. You know, if a, if a child gave... Uh, somebody who wanted pink and the child gave her a pink crayon, she would just snatch the just snatch the crayon. And I would tell her to give that crayon back and take that crayon from her nicely and say thank you. You know, a lot of it is this impatience. You know, everything in our world now is snap fast, so we gotta have it right now. And those little courtesies of being kind get lost by the wayside and they don't get um, emphasized. And you know, I understand that is, Adults, you know, we got a lot on our minds and we don't necessarily feel like wrangling with a child who is obstinate about not being polite. But if you introduce these things at a very young age, the tendency is that they will do it. You know, and just in that short period of time that I work with these children, I did begin to see that they were beginning to say thank you to each other or, you know, can I, would you play with me? You know, I started to overhear these, these little things, excuse me, or, 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 you know, like if one of them barreled into another, I would watch initially th them not even acknowledging that they barreled into another child. They would just run into the kid and just keep going. And when I kept like saying, you know, no, honey, you have to say, excuse me to her. You can't just run into her and think that's okay. I began to notice in, in like within a few days that if a kid ran into another kid and the other kid went, you ran into me, that the child would stop and go, I'm sorry. You know, I began to see things like that. So if, if we emphasize that with our youngers, it will hopefully remind us as adults that we need to afford those courtesies to each other. You know, I noticed we have forgotten to do this ourselves and to teach, cover your mouth when you cough, sneeze, or yawn. You know, we as a society are so paranoid about germs, antibacterial soap, and all these other things that we have, but we don't mind letting it rip when we have to sneeze or cough or yawn. We don't cover our mouths. And you know, the thing, especially about yawning, do you have any idea how bad the breath smells downwind of a yawn? 
I mean, that's air coming up from your bowels, man. You know, it's like, please cover your mouth when you cough. Cover your mouth when you sneeze. Cover your mouth when you yawn. You know, and it's funny because I remember my grandma complaining about this when I was a kid, and that was decades ago of, uh, you know, complaining about the erosion of manners. So you know that with each generation, it's just really, really, really kind of gone down. So I have, a, a, you know, a few little pearls of wisdom that I'd like to impart in terms of just acknowledging each other and recognize the other's sovereignty and the right to exist. Acknowledge people. You're in a conversation with someone and a coworker, neighbor, or someone you know is passing by. Don't just ignore them and continue your conversation. You can nod, wave, smile at them, and still be in your convo at the same time. You know, are we so oblivious to each other? The, and the answer is yes, we are. And you know, it's the same thing if you work in a store. A person comes in, don't ig them, say hello, nod. If you're on the phone, not to let them know you're aware of them and that you'll attend to them as soon as possible. If you're helping someone, let the new customer know you'll be right with them. You know, I can't not, I cannot tell you how many times I have walked out of a store because the worker or manager couldn't be bothered to acknowledge me and help me. And that's with nobody in the store. You know, that's important, man. Somebody walk into your shop, you're working there, acknowledge them. If you're busy with, like I said, another customer, let them that person know that you'll be right with them. Just kind of nod to them. You don't have to stop what you're doing. You don't have to stop talking, but don't ig them like they're not there. If you're going to be traveling, learn about the customs in the country you're going to. Visit and be mindful of not stopping in the middle of the sidewalk, bl thus blocking others from going about their business. Times Square, anyone? Step over to the side to consult your phone, map, or talk to the people you're with. Be courteous and be aware to share the sidewalk with other humans. <laughs> it, it, it's it's mind-boggling to me to be the only one walking in the opposite direction of a mass of people and how no one will move over to the side. You know, see see each other. We, we want, as human beings, to be acknowledged and to be seen. We, we want to be seen. So see us. Start as yourself seeing the other people that are in your airspace, that share your airspace, that share the planet. So now I'm getting ready to go into uh, this whole thing on subway etiquette. And a lot of it mirrors what I just said in terms of seeing each other. If you see someone running down the steps to catch their train and you're either standing on the platform or getting off the train, move over so they can get on the train. Don't just stand there. You know, and I know we're into our phones, man. You know, everybody's into their phones and we have earphones, you know, earbuds in, but you have to be aware that there are other people on that platform coming down the stairs so look up look up the train comes in somebody's running for the train just assume that that's happening turn around and look if somebody's coming move out of the way when the train pulls in move to the side and kindly allow the people to get off you know there's announcements and things up in the subway that say this because people are not doing it allow the people to get off 
don't like you know because that's what'll happen the tra the doors will open and people are on either side of the door and then there's always one side that starts pushing themselves on you know while the people are trying to get off wait just wait 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 i know you want a seat you may not get one but don't barrel the people that are trying to get off the train and now they've stepped off step lively that's the other thing people getting off the train they're kind of lollygagging around no everybody step lively unless you're sick have a disability are pregnant have bad balance or are injured or any such thing don't wait until the last minute to jump out of your seat to get off the train while people are waiting so it's 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 a two prong thing don't rush to get on the train let people get off and if you're getting off the train you know this is your stop don't wait till the last minute to get up unless like i said you're pregnant do your bad balance you're injured whatever elderly if you're not and you're healthy get up be ready to get off the train so that the people who are waiting to get on can actually get on and say excuse me those three words are quite powerful if you're wearing earphones, like I said, look up when the train stops so you can move out of the way of people exiting and boarding. And and don't push each other because I'm seeing that happening a lot. We just barrel into each other and we don't say excuse me. And what tickles me and saddens me is that if you are standing and somebody runs into you, I'm watching people, they're so into their phones, they just keep looking into their phones. They don't look up to get that person to acknowledge that they're there and, and that they need to say, say excuse me. We gotta stop vegging out on our phones. We have to remember that there are other people around us. Now, this brings me to my next point. Don't let your children kick, lean, yell, or put their feet on other people. Don't do it. You know you have a, a, a small child. Watch what they're doing. You know, I cannot tell you how many times I have been kicked and pummeled by a kid. Don't, don't do it. Don't let your kid do that. Another one, don't talk over people's heads. If you want to talk to your friends, sit or stand next to them. People think it's okay to sit on um, two sides of you and just have a conversation like you don't sit there. And, and, and what's cool is I do see people <laughs> go, would you like to sit here? so that they can allow the two people to sit next to each other. That's really kindness, that's mindfulness, that's awareness. We need to do a little bit more of that. In other words, you have to be aware and you have to pay attention. Okay, that brings me to, don't lean on the friggin' poles. They are made for the purpose of holding on to. And please don't lean your butt on the pole in the faces of people who sit on the end. <sighs> And then, you know, we, 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 we lean up against the poles and then we have a backpack on or we have a shoulder bag on. And that bag is actually pushing onto the person sitting on that last seat. You have to be aware of the space that you occupy. That includes your bag. You have to be aware of the fact that, okay, this is a crowded train. Maybe somebody wants to hold onto the pole and not fall into a bunch of people and be like a bowling ball. You have to be aware. There's a pole, you're leaning on the pole, there's a person standing there, move so that they can hold on. D just acknowledge, this person wants to hold on. Brings me to, move your bag off the seat so folks can sit. You know people will be getting on. 
Don't make them stand there while you slowly move your bag in protest because you don't want anyone to sit next to you. And this brings me to, if you will not fit in the seat, do not squeeze in. A, you end up becoming uncomfortable, and A, you make the people on either side of you uncomfortable. Which brings me to bags. Now, I touched on this a little bit earlier. Please, 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 people, become more aware and mindful of your bag, be it on your back or on the shoulder. If you feel it bumping against something and you're not near a pole or a door, then it's a human being. You are bumping your bag into a human being. And don't think it's okay because it's not. It's not. Take your bag off and hold it down. You don't have to put it on the floor. I don't like my bag touching the floor either. But just take it off. Take your backpack off. And those of you that have shoulder bags, they actually increase your airspace. Take the shoulder bag off because those things are lethal. Just hold it down. You know, one morning I was being treated to being bumped in the left flank by a dude's ginormous shoulder bag. You know, and it was cute too. It was a nice color. I would have bought that, but dang, we have to become more aware. And because the train is crowded does not mean that you have to impose yourself upon another human being. Which brings me to going up and down the steps. People, if you walk up only to slow down at the top of the steps, that screams that you are not aware that there may be somebody coming up behind you. So, you know, they have no place to go. So now we have a backup because you've gone up the steps and then you slow down. So that means that everybody behind you now has to slow down. And if you are an elder or infirmed, you're pregnant, injured, or you have a disability, this, this obviously does not apply to you. But if you're healthy, become aware that people may be behind you, and uh, especially during rush hour. Once you get up to the top of the steps, keep moving. Don't slow down or step to the side. When you're on the street, um, you know, actually, no. This stairs, escalators, walking down the street, stay to the right. Taurus, if you're visiting the U.S., we are a nation that drives on the right side of the road. We used to walk accordingly. In the same token, Taurus, if you're traveling to other countries, research what side of the road they drive on. You know, years ago I was in Hong Kong, and going up and down the stairs, the foot traffic was going up and down to the left. They even had arrows to show you what side you should be going up and down. But no matter what the flow of foot traffic tends to be on, respect that. You know, when we all spread out all across the sidewalk, as I mentioned earlier, or we decide we're gonna stand right in the middle of the sidewalk to hold court, you are totally oblivious to the energies and the people that are going about their business and need to get to where they need to get to as much as you do. Be aware, be aware. It's called inconsiderate and rude. Be aware. You wanna to talk to your friends, you wanna have a conversation on the phone, step to the side. Allow the flow of foot traffic to go. Stay to one side, stay to the right. That way everybody can get where they need to go. Okay, now I'm on to something else in terms of awareness, mindfulness, and manners and consideration. If someone drives you home, particularly if they're going out of their way to help you, offer to pay or contribute something toward gas and toll. 
You know, the driver may say no, but the very least you can do is offer. And if all you got is a dollar in your pocket, offer them 50 cents. Here we go. General awareness. Get back to people. They gave you consideration in reaching out to you. Respond in kind. We have so many ways to be in touch, but we ain't using them. Somebody texts you, text them back. They are pain in the butt, text them back anyway. Acknowledge people. I tried to contact this teacher. I was given this recommendation and I sent this woman countless emails and she would rarely get back to me. Like I'm asking for price. I had to send like three or four emails. And I know a lot of y'all out there going, child, I would have found somebody else. I would not have kept writing her. But because again, she was recommended to me by somebody I respect highly, I really wanted to get the information from her. And so after a while, I did get tired of, of, of you know, reaching out to her. And I just said, I really said, if she couldn't be considerate enough to at least respond to my questions, she didn't deserve me as a student. So I stopped. And do you know that about after a year, she had the nerve to reach out to me asking if I still wanted lessons. And I don't like doing this. I, you know, I just said to you, you know, respond to people. I did not. I did not write her back because I just felt, you know what? I, I tried to, and you did not give me the courtesy. And so, no, I'm not responding to you. My non-response is a response. No, I don't want you for a teacher. But basically, get back to people. Return a text. Return a phone call. Return an email. Be courteous. Be kind. And I know people hate when that's done to them. So you know to, to do that to somebody else is really not your higher self. It's not being your higher self. When I didn't write that child back, I was like, Bird, you know that you're not being your higher self. And I said, yeah, I know. I made a conscious decision that I was not gonna be as high as I can be. <laughs> you know, you gotta be conscious about these things. And that brings me to the last thing that I'm gonna riff out on is courtesy on, in social media. For goodness sakes, stop fighting. If someone writes something you don't agree with, before you respond, think. What is the purpose of my response? Will it solve the problem or situation? Will it inflame the people in the thread or just elicit more responses in kind? Am I responding to the initial post? Did I even read it? Do I just feel like fighting? So I'm gonna respond in this way anyway. Make, take the moment, breathe, and then make a conscious decision. Yeah, I feel like fighting, so I'm gonna write. Okay, you made a conscious decision. Um, you may realize that what you have to say really isn't that important because in the, the bigger picture, does it really contribute to the conversation in a positive manner? You know, we like to fight, but in fighting, you don't come up with any solutions. Be solution-oriented as opposed to I'm just gonna say what I have to say because I need to have my opinion heard. Is it really that important? Take a moment, breathe, be clear on what it is that you're going to say and why. Why are you responding in that manner? And what is your intention? And whatever your choice is, make it conscious, make it deliberate with mindfulness and awareness. Sometimes the best response is none at all. It's not always necessary to let folks know what you think. 
I know we all know people who always got to tell you what's on their mind, whether you want to hear it or not. You don't have to be that person. In the scheme of things, what does it really matter? Your opinion about something, especially after the fact, this event already happened, what does your opinion really do? Take your opinion and use it in a positive manner, in a solution manner. Look for solutions. Do you want to inform or inflame? That's important. And if we become more aware in social media, how we actually respond to each other, it will be a better situation for everyone. Social media is really what we make it. Be responsible and kind. Be mindful and aware of the energy you share in everything you do. On that note, I will take you into a guided meditation. Find time when you can devote at least five minutes. Turn off any extra devices or turn the ringers off. Sitting quietly and comfortably or laying down comfortably. Begin to key into the sound of your breathing. Just your natural breathing. Be aware of the air going into your nostrils. Envisioning, filling your body, and exhaling on your own time. Just listen to the regular sound of your breathing. Any thoughts, Just let them float away, no judgment, and feel yourself begin to release any worries, any anxieties, any fears. Let go of the to-do list, breathing in consciously on the count of four, breathing in one, two, three, four, exhaling one, two, three, four, breathing in one, two, three, four, exhaling one, two, three, four, breathing in one, two, three, Four, exhaling one, two, three, four, breathing in one, two, three, four, exhaling one, two, three, four. Just continue that at your own pace, remembering to breathe in deeply and exhaling slower than your inhale. Feel yourself sinking into the earth while you are lifting up toward the heavens. Floating in space yet still. 
feeling things falling away from you. If any extraneous thoughts float through your mind, no judgment, just send them away. Taking in the breath and exhaling on your own time, hearing the sounds playing and floating in and through the sounds of the vocals and my instruction. The rhythm, feel yourself connecting deeper and deeper into relaxation and peace. Feeling yourself becoming more aware of the space beyond your body. Feel yourself expanding into peace. That idea is a very expansive one. And feel yourself feeling kind, becoming more aware, being kind to yourself and to others, being kind. Slowly open your eyes. Breathe easily. Set your intention to be kind, to be aware, to be kind, to be aware. I hope our time together was soothing, relaxing, and illuminating for you. I welcome your comments and questions here or on social media. Be sure to tag Jackie Bird Spiritual Wellness for a chance to have your comments read on a future episode. And to deepen your meditation experience with me, go to JackieBirdSpiritualWellness.com where you will find ebooks on stress relief, mindfulness, and personal growth. You can also book a Stress Busters guided meditation session. And if you dig the talk segment, guided meditation, and the music in this episode, those tracks are available on JackieBirdSpiritualWellness.com also. In the meantime, thank you for listening, and remember to roll with peace in mind.